Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you are well. I hope all is good with you in your world. Today is the 1st of July, um, 2022. It's the beginning of the second half of the year of our Lord, <laughs> 2022. And um, I just really want to thank God for his hand of mercy upon my life, upon the things that he's done and he's taking me through. I'm reading a lot of scriptures in the Bible. I'm reading the Old Testament. I've never really enjoyed reading the Old Testament as much as I am reading it now. And maybe because I am going through a course where we have a really fantastic teacher taking us through it. And what I am learning from it is that God works with, you know, God is not looking for perfect people. You know, he's he's looking for people whose hearts are just tender towards him. And all he just wants really is just, I don't know, even though sometimes it looks as if what he wants from us is a lot, but when we, when you look at it in the sense that he just wants the best outcomes for us, because everywhere I see, whenever people try to do things their own way, you know, it always goes horribly wrong, you know, it looks like it's going well initially, but the end result is always very bad. And many times it's not even that god you know made things go bad it's just that the consequences were always very disastrous and it's because i think many times we're not aware of the fact that there's a cosmic battle going on you know so there's a cosmic battle going on there's just no easier way to say it and literally when you and i are walking through the planet if we were to see beyond the realm of the physical we'd realize that the universe is interspersed with what I would call, you know, red baskets and green baskets. And every, every, every time we walk through that space, the realms of the universe, there are different fruits and seeds that are being offered to us. You know, the, the entire atmosphere is saturated with different types of microorganisms you know, seeds, plant life, animal life, creatures, clouds that are that have their origins in different spaces. You know what I'm saying? So at any point in time, depending on the choices that I make with regard to the spaces I find myself, the things I lend myself to doing, the places I put myself, the things that I see or the things that I do, it can actually add to the presence of God in me or take away from it. And I am speaking because I also had a similar experience where, in fact, I, I believe this is so the Holy Spirit, you are bringing me to something that I've been worried about. There was, you know, sometimes some of us, like, you know, when you are a child of God, you you we do not fully understand the power that we carry and the power that we have just by the virtue of the fact that we have lived a separated life and are not, we have removed ourselves from certain things. So for that reason, God is able to use you. God is able to work in your life. And sometimes you feel like, okay, I've been living this separated life. So let me just, you know, I need to let down my hair a little bit. And you don't know that in letting your hair down a little bit, you're actually going to lose some of that power. And that light source, you are you're actually drawing your way, moving a bit away from that light source. 
and you are opening yourself up to something else. And it may not even be you consciously doing something bad or something evil, but something has shifted in your space and you're not even aware of it. And I think this has happened to me recently. Um, I'm beginning to understand now why God, for the past two years, he really is like I've been on a spiritual retreat. And I was almost beginning to resent him doing this for me. But I now realize that my my problem, he had to do it for me this way because I am the kind of person who is easily affected by my environment. And I say this with a sense of shame because I think when people see me, they, they see me as an independent person and I generally do what I want. And which is true, really. I mean, I'm not... I mean, true to some extent in that the way I come across, even if you see me in my hair, the way I, you know, the way I dress and all that, I don't really conform to the standards of what people see as, you know, this is how I should be because of my age or where I'm at and that kind of stuff. But I also, let's just say that I, I, I do, I, I am also susceptible in ways that may not be obvious to people, but is obvious to God. And it's, it's, it's not obvious physically, but spiritually. And um, I had a, an experience. In fact, I haven't recorded for days. And I'm beginning to look back that it's because of something, a space that I found myself in and some things that I did. Let's just say that, yeah, I I have, yeah, I've walked too far. I walked too far out of the boundaries that God has set for me and that I have submitted myself to. And under the guise of letting my hair down, I did let my hair down and I let a whole lot more down as well. And um, and these things creep up on you subtly. They creep up on you. And and, and as I'm reading, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm not making a lot of sense, but I'm just going to keep saying it because I know that somebody somewhere, this will probably make some sense to you. But if it doesn't make sense to you, well, I pray that God will, you know, make, you know, probably give you new meaning in something else that I'm saying. But... I'm just, and like, I didn't plan this. I had, I really had nothing to say. I just felt bad that I hadn't recorded in about four days, but you know, I'm just beginning to realize that there's a level of separation and sanctification that I need to maintain for God to continue to use me in the way that I have become accustomed to his using me and for him to be able to use me even more and in a greater way. It is not by chance that Jesus lived a very solitary life. It's not by chance that he was careful about the spaces he put it and found himself in, the people he spoke to, the things that he did. I remember the story of when a lady was telling him to come and pray for her. He kept on saying, look, I'm not called to, you know, this particular house. I'm called to the children of Israel. You know, he, he wasn't just going to places simply because people were calling him to do so. Sometimes he would make the choice, like the centurion, to go with the person and centurion be like, no, 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 I'm not worthy to have you in my house, but speak the word only and your servant will be healed. And, you know, so, but he was very intentional. Even, you know, when they said Lazarus was dead and all that, he waited for some days and then eventually he went, you know, he, he didn't just go anywhere. And even in those interactions, you would see that people were always questioning him. Why you, you know, people didn't understand why is he in certain places? He saw Zacchaeus. He went to Zacchaeus's house. He was in another place. The woman with the um with the alabaster box, you know, poured oil on his feet and she washed his feet with his hair. So so they were like, there are certain places you stay away from. There are certain places you go to. You know, make us understand. If you are a holy, you're a holy man and you're a prophet, why are you doing this? But 
as I'm reflecting, I'm now thinking what made the difference was that in every place that he puts himself in, that Jesus put himself in, in society, every wedding or whatever social event he went to, it was not just for the sake. It wasn't to have fun. It wasn't to let his hair down. It was for the purposes of the gospel. So at every point in time, even when he had, there were unplanned interactions, like the lady who spontaneously came of her own free will and then bowed at his feet and washed his feet with her hair, you are are able to turn that into a moment of ministry because you are already clear about why, why you are there. And like I said, probably I'm not making a lot of sense, but I think something happened to me in the last one week that is a teachable moment for me because I think I went to, I was in a particular space and I think I was too concerned about letting my hair down, whereas I should have realized that I'm not there to let my hair down. I am there to impact the lives of other people. And I'm, I'm there to find if, you know, if there's anything that God will want me to do or say or, or, or have done in his life, you know. And I think I'm still struggling with that, giving my whole life over to God. Because, you know, I, I just find there's this side of me that just wants to break loose and do something else. And I, I, I think I shouldn't feel bad because I think it helped me realize that there's still a lot more that I need to do. I, I, I'm still work in progress. I'm still work in progress. And, but what hurts me is when I lose, you know, I don't, what hurts me is when I lose that, you know, relation, that power of God, that's, that's what hurts me when I am no longer in the zone, in that space where you know, maybe the zeal of God is affected in some way or his gift in my life or the, you know, when something shifts in that spiritual space, I don't like it. I, I like it when it shifts, you know, positively. I don't like it when it shifts negatively at all. I don't like it at all. And I think it has. I also think that there've been a lot of things that have been taking up my mental space and things like that. But I'm just beginning to be very conscious of the fact that walking with God is a very deliberate um um, there's a very deliberate, um, how would I say, you have to be very deliberate about how you secure your spiritual environment, the places you go to, the things you do when you're there, the things that you say, the people you interact with, You it, it just, just has to be that way because otherwise one will be corrupted without knowing. And honestly, the Holy Spirit, thank you because you're really talking to me here and I've been really struggling and I've been thinking, is this all in my head? But then I realized that it's not in my head because the same thing happened to Solomon because Solomon started off really well, so well, but then he then surrounded himself with all this, you know, I don't want to say women, but people, women who came with baggage, you know, and before he knew, they they changed him. You know, in my, in my language, there's a um, proverb that says that, when a when a when a leaf is has stayed long enough, in fact, it's, it's more or less like saying one bad apple spoils a rotten apple spoils the entire bunch. Um, so what it's saying is that if you if you continue to associate with, you become who you associate with. That's ex- essentially what that um, proverb says. That Yoruba proverb says, and I I am just beginning to see that consecration is a lifestyle choice and. It's not something you do Monday to Friday, then you have a break on Saturday or Sunday. There's no letting down your hair. In fact, those let down your hair moments are the most dangerous. So even if you've been working with God and you've been, you know, like for me in seclusion, spiritual retreat and, you know, for like two years, and then you go out one day and you let your hair down in quotes, 
you've just undone like two years of fellowship with the Lord. And, um, yeah. So when, so when Christ says anybody that will follow me, he has to deny his or herself, take up his cross and then follow me. I am beginning to understand that there's a self-denial and it's not a self-denial of, oh yes, well, I've been denying myself for the last two years. You know, like how you do when you're dieting and then you're like, okay, I have not eaten carbs for like two weeks. So, okay, this week I can eat anything I want. No, Christianity is not like that. You cont- you must not stop because I kid you not, you give yourself a little cheat day and say you're going to have some protein and I'm speaking figuratively here. You know, it will it will undo all the work that you've done. It will undo it. And like I said, for me, it's not so much about benefits. It's more about that relationship with God. It's more about just having God, being that vessel and channel that God uses, you know, just intuitively. And um, when you're used to functioning, it's almost like, and, and creative people will understand this. Because if you're somebody, like, if, if, you're, if you're somebody who's talented and you are gifted, if you are used to, operating at a certain level like a songwriter people talk to you you can always freestyle or you're a dancer the day you go out and you cannot deliver <laughs> or edit you know or you need to write a song and you can't write you're going to be really bothered because this has you have used to being that person who can always write you know who can freestyle who can just create like songs on the fly and all that so that's how it is when you at least and, and i'm not saying that I am working with God at a very high level, but I mean, even at my level, there's a level that at least I'm comfortable with, I'm used to, has become like my normal over the past few years. And um, yeah, I'm beginning to feel like there a lot of stuff is getting into my space and I'm not finding it funny, but I know that I myself, I probably have been letting my head down a little bit too much. So I need to ask Lord for his forgiveness and just ask that he help me to find my balance and my space back. Because um, the last two years cannot go to waste, that's for sure. And I don't, yeah, although, I, yeah. So I, I I think what I'm saying is God helped me find the progression. I know that this phase that I have been in for the last two years is coming to an end. I can sense that. And I am now moving into another phase. And I need you to help me handle and manage this transition better because I have been in seclusion for so long that now that I'm coming out, I just need your help with that transition. And who, who do you want me to be? And how should I, how am I going to be to the world? And how do you change me from within so that I don't get carried away by things, you know, and that my old nature doesn't just rise to the surface. How do I become that person that I don't want to be two people and I don't want to have two personalities struggling in me. How do I become that one person that is completely given to you? That is, you know, is just that person that I love. I love that person. I love that person. I see when I see her, I love her because she loves you and she serves you and she's, she wants to do the things that are pleasing in your sight. I don't like that other person who wants to serve me and do the things that are pleasurable for my flesh and um, help me to be able to put that person under and to continually be this person that you you want me to be to the extent that there will be more of you in me and increasing progressively less of her so thank you very much for listening i think this has been like a therapeutic session for me and thank you holy ghost for helping me to acknowledge that i know that um thank you for also encouraging me to do this musing after four days of silence 
and um, yeah, I will. I, I don't think I'll ever stop doing this podcast. This is so important to me because I think the level of openness that I have here, I there are very. I don't think there are very few places on earth that I that I have the. I I I yeah. I just don't think I get this level of reflection doesn't happen to me often. Sometimes it does in my quiet moments, but somehow on these musings. God brings me to a deep place of reflection that I, I honestly don't think I get anywhere else. Because really, I've been feeling bad about this for like a week now. And I haven't been able to wrap around why I'm feeling bad, what's going on, has something shifted in my space. But I kid you not, I press record, I start recording, I start musing, and the Holy Ghost just brings it out. So this just makes me realize that what we're doing here is really of God. And this is not really about you know, just me or, you know, God is really here. So I just pray that, Lord, you know, I, I thank you for being here. I thank you for the words that you've brought up, for the things that you've done in my life that you're doing, for making me a vessel of honor and just for you being here with me all the time. I just love you. And I pray for myself and all those who are listening that, you know, you help us to find expression, that love that we have in our heart for you and that you have shown to us. Help us to be able to express it back to you in the way that is pleasing to you help us to find ourselves in you help us to grow into the image that you have of us and that you've birthed for us that jesus christ paid the price for us help us to become more like you to behold you to see you as you are and to be changed and transformed into that image that we behold and we see help us to understand you more to learn more of you to grow in the knowledge of you and to just be lights in the middle of a crooked and a perverse generation let us shine with that light and let everything that is not of you in our lives let it be broken down let it be destroyed and help us to be able to see that which is ahead of us and know you know that which is good and that be able to discern right and wrong good and evil and to follow and choose that which is right and that which is good and that which is holy that which is righteous that which is pure that which is true all for your sake and for your glory in the name of Jesus. And I pray that you will make each and every one of us a vessel of honor unto you. Thank you for your mercy, for your forgiveness, for your kindness, for your love, for your tenderness, for your grace, for your mercy, for your peace in our lives. I, I, I ask for your forgiveness for that which I did and for grieving the Holy Spirit and for counting your power in my life and your presence and taking you for granted. Help me to find my way back to you, to that space to that holy place where you and I are very comfortable. I love you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for listening, everyone. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.